0: To another episode of now about that with james and sarah i'm james
1: and i'm sarah
0: and on today's episode it's a very special coffee chat with sarah and james james and sarah both of us um we're Whoa. doing a, we're doing an early morning off well early morning it's 10 30 people it's a saturday at 10 30 so it's an early morning to us um so we're doing a quick uh, not a quick but we're doing a, a earlier different different than usual um recording session and sarah and i both have coffee so if you would like to grab a coffee and join along with the chat um before we jump into so i pulled just some reddit posts for the discussion i figured we could look at some reddit reddit posts and see what we think and then Go from there. But before we do that, you want to have a quick chat, see how things are going?
1: Sure. How are things going with you?
0: They're good. I'm kind of I'm trying to figure out how people on TikTok or just people in general create music and just like have it like recorded and ready to send out. How does that happen? Like, how do people have the money or do they just do it at home?
1: I don't, I don't know, actually. I have not a clue on that.
0: I was just watching this one video earlier that was this guy and his friend sitting in the car. And he was like, I played, I think I'm going through my hoe era. And he played a song that he made about getting down. (laughs) And I was like, how do people just have the money and the time to just record and send music out? But I mean, if you're doing it on your own and you're, Recording it at your house. I guess it makes sense. Right. How are things with I, Sarah?
1: Um, <laughs> um, it's, it's been a wild ride, TBH. Um, I am. I saw oh. a Lady
0: Bunny TikTok post that I think is a, a, applicable to you. And most of the time, Lady Bunny is very strange. She rants a little bit, a little bit too. She's very, she's very. What's the word? A boomer in her rants, because sometimes they make sense and sometimes it's like, that's a bit much. But this one says, don't let anyone treat you like free salsa. You're guacamole, baby. You are guacamole. Love that. There you go.
1: Love that. Um, Things are just kind of crazy at work. And I've only been the only acting manager for a week, you know, a week and a couple of days. And it went exactly how I anticipated that it would.
0: Very well. You raised to the challenge.
1: (laughs) I tried to rise to the challenge and somebody took one of those mallets that you used with whack-a-mole and hit me back down.
0: (laughs) They said no, bitch. You're down here. Come on.
1: <laughs> they were like, "Do you really want to do? Okay. Um. So like currently, currently you are dealing with um, unmedicated Sarah because I ran out of my antidepressant. Oh. Um. And my student loans haven't come in. So, so there's that on top of it. Um. I had to do.
0: How much is your antidepressant
1: i don't remember right this second i don't even know if it's refilled because they had to send a request to my doctor i'd have to look and see mm. um but my uh, my week was garbage and then on top of all that i also had to do like my first like write-up Ooh so like i had to sit down and- oh
0: i remember that because we were i told you on the last po- podcast i wanted you to call me and put me on speakerphone while you do it
1: yes i did not have that opportunity um uh, <sighs> i wrote up one of the estheticians i started to speak to one of the um what are they called i'm so sorry my brain um massage still- therapist yes thank you <laughs> um i still have to write up one of the massage therapists but at least i got one of them done um the esthetician however doesn't believe me that she's been doing the things that i wrote her up for so she wanted proof and i'm like okay if you want me to hurt your feelings so uh
0: can you say what it can you say what it is
1: so she's been shorting people on time like clients on their time and like facials are a little bit different than massages because massages um, usually last the whole 50 minute, you know, for an hour. Yeah. We, we have to say like, you know, there's got to be like five minutes at the beginning for you to talk to your therapist, you know, get undressed to your level of comfort, etc. cetera. At the beginning and at at the end when you're getting redressed and whatnot so we guarantee about 50 minutes of hands-on time um from our massage therapists now because your skin is a little bit more sensitive the estheticians um are able to cut their session short um by about an extra five minutes so on the um hour sessions for a an esthetician um for a facial we're gonna end up having probably about 45 minutes of hands-on time That it has to be a minimum of 45 minutes hands-on time and out of all the clientele that she saw in a month time frame she shorted 11 of them which was a fifth of her clientele for the whole month yikes so i'm like okay because cause I've got it. I'm going to send it to her.
0: I also don't understand. How can you? I don't understand sitting still with someone touching me for an hour, for 45 minutes, even a half an hour. I would be like, stop touching me. I'm done.
1: You know what? And that's fair. You're not a very touchy-feely person. No. It, it's not your shtick. So I mean, it makes sense to me.
0: So I think... If it's like someone actively touching you, like manipulating your skin or whatever, that's I I draw the line at that. But if it's like some of the like spa treatments that I've seen where they they like they do a mask and then they put you under like a steam lamp or something like that or a steam wand or whatever it is and let your face steam. That I kind of get being like 45 minutes, but like actual hands on manipulating your skin for 45 minutes. Stop touching me after 10 that's stop touching me (laughs) like small spurts of touching me. That's fine. Like, to put the like, apply it and then let it sit. That's like five, maybe five minutes to apply it, let it sit, and then let it sit for 15 minutes, and then remove it, and then like do the the next step where you're applying it and like massaging the face with whatever moisturizer or serum that you're using, and then letting it sit for a little bit and wiping it off. Put like a towel on my face and let me sit under the steam and like st- steam out my pores or whatever. I don't know if that's how it goes, but
1: so we do we the do touching me, that, but... the,
0: the the touching portion. I'm like. Don't don't, don't touch me
1: and i mean that's that's fair i understand <laughs> you'd like i would never because i know you i would never recommend that you go and get like a facial or a massage that is not something no. that i would <laughs> ever recommend for you because i know you um i will say that i i enjoy um facials and massages but i also enjoy being touched like I I'm I'm a I'm a snuggle type person. Um,
0: yeah, and that disgusts me.
1: I know, I know.
0: <laughs> disgusts me. That's the word I went. I don't know why I said discusses.
1: <laughs> it's
0: early for me. I just woke up like an hour ago.
1: I know, I know. It's it's not. As early as I usually get up on Saturdays, but
0: Oh, that's right. I said ten my time, thinking it was ten your time, and it's not. It's nine your time. Correct. Hmm. So we could have recorded an hour later.
1: <laughs> but it's okay, we're here. Yeah, it's fine. We're doing the thing. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know. It it anyway, the write up went okay, but she just she wants to fight me on it and I'm like well I guess if you want to fight me on it I'll have to blow up the big guns because there was a reason that you got written up
0: yeah um how's the school stuff going have you heard back from the financial aid stuff
1: um my financial aid appeal got approved oh okay so um I thought that I might get my student loans in yesterday but that did not happen so now I'm hoping they'll come in on Monday no um, because your girl is riding the struggle bus. Your girl who's not a girl, but you know what I mean. <clears throat> it has been one thing after another. And it's just, no, I worked 11 days in a row. And yesterday was my first day off. Keep in mind, I only get one day off because <laughs> I have to go to work today. Um, I was so exhausted that I, slept until after one o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. And I never do that. Not, I not since having long COVID. I don't yeah.
0: do that. I um I remember having to work for like and only getting like one day off uh when I was in production um as a product builder and working like that where I wouldn't get a break until like the Sunday, like two Sundays after. And then I would only get like Sunday off and then I would have to go back in on Monday and work ten hours. And like all All 10-hour shifts, except for the one Sunday in between. It was usually a six-hour shift. Mm -hmm. So I remember that, and it's rough.
1: It's it's rough. Um, And then I'm about to work. The good news is, the good news is, is that I gave myself Tuesday off. Um, So, because I'm about to work, let's see. I'm about to work, like, 22 hours in, like, three days.
0: Hmm. That's fun. (laughs)
1: Because I have to be there all day on Sunday, and then I have to be there all day on Monday because I'm the only Monday person until five o'clock.
0: Sounds like you need to be hiring some people, Sarah.
1: I've been trying, (laughs) but the people that I need to send me the things have not been sending me the things. And then I have to do reference checks, and I've been trying to get a hold of this person's reference.
0: What company does reference checks anymore? That's so dumb. I, I could put down myself at, like say that I'm a reference, like make up a name and put it as me and or put it put my a phone number that is like attached to me in some way, or like my grandfather or some like not my grandfather, my father or my my best friend is a reference. And there's no way that you can tell whether that person's actually a reference or not. Reference checks are stupid.
1: I agree, but that's what I have to do.
0: Like the only thing that um, I could see being well, even I don't even know. Know if you're allowed to do verification of employment anymore well, legally. the one I-
1: um, the one lady, I couldn't do a verification of employment for her anyway, because she had retired. She's been retired since 2019, but she's bored. Oh. so
0: That's always the fun ones. My dad, it's like, it's not that he's bored. It's that he doesn't make enough money on his retirement. So he's trying, he needs to find a, like a part-time job or something. Yeah. But it can't be too much because he can't make more than a certain amount because then they cut his because then retire they cut retirement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So dumb. I agree. But also, if he would have just waited for a couple of years, he would be able to have retired with full retirement. So it's kind of his fault. He's only getting like, um, I don't remember how much he's like, what percentage of it, but he's not getting the full 100% of what he would, would have had if he would have retired in two years instead of last year.
1: Mm. I didn't even realize he retired last year.
0: Uh, it was last year or... Maybe the 20, 2022. I don't remember. I think it was last year, though.
1: Hmm. I didn't know. I he he retired.
0: Yep. So he's just sitting at well, home doing, doing nothing or running around helping my grandmother, who's had some health issues, um, and then going up to the farm to my grandfather and step grandmothers.
1: That sounds like the life.
0: Yeah. Well, you want to jump into some of these Reddit questions or Reddit posts? Sure. I'll let you do the first one because I think it's funny for you. A funny conversation for you to start.
1: <laughs> because I've done this.
0: <laughs> Wait, what's the first one for you?
1: The, my girlfriend is getting yes. into an OnlyFans. Yeah. Because I, as I am literally reading this on the account that I started for my OnlyFans. Yes. <laughs> um, my girlfriend is getting into OnlyFans. My girlfriend is doing sexy, not safe for work photo shoots with one of her female friends and wants to manage her OnlyFans account. <clears throat> OF account. she's done these photo shoots three years ago with her college friends at school and sent me some of the pictures i'm pretty reserved and this was shocking to see and find out she was dressed like that doing those types of photos with her friends we talked about it and i told her it made me feel uncomfortable and she understood and apologized saying it was just a little fun and she wanted to get good pics for me to have of her we were both understanding moved on nothing's happened since Yesterday, she told me she's hanging out with her friend, diff one than the first time, because she, the friend, wants to start an OnlyFans page and needed help. It caught me off guard hearing this, so I didn't really ask many questions. But she said she needed ideas on what to do, and my girlfriend offered her help, and if she wanted her to manage it for her. <clears throat> okay. Girlfriend has said she hopes it works out because she needs extra money and doesn't want to sell her own body, which made me feel a little better, but still worried. I've been cheated on in previous relationships, so I'm feeling extra anxious and nervous about the situation. I trust her. I know she won't do anything bad, but it makes me uncomfortable and anxious nonetheless. Just like the first time, she didn't do anything bad or anything like that. She just took sexual pics with her and other females. Should I not feel so uncomfortable by this? Her being sexy slash undressing and stuff with her friends and managing her OnlyFans account? Is this overreacting or being controlling? She's straight and the friend is bi, but has a boyfriend who I've known for 10 plus years. Not sure how to handle the situation. I feel selfish because she hasn't done anything wrong and told me about it beforehand Beforehand, this time. So I don't really have any reason to be upset other than my personal feelings towards the situation. And I hate bringing up the past, but this time feels like she is ignoring or doesn't remember my feelings towards this stuff. Thanks for listening, guys.
0: And I will say this is posted on r slash advice and I will be including it in the discussion or not the discussion, in the description of the podcast episode. So if you would like to go and take a look at it and then leave your own, this was posted just 21 hours ago from... The time that we're recording so it would have been on monday or sorry no friday friday afternoon
1: yeah
0: <clears throat> so what are your thoughts sarah
1: i have so many
0: my initial thought and i'll jump in <clears throat> before uh my initial thought is um i hope you are subscribing to her only fans and supporting your girlfriend
1: well it sounds like the girlfriend is not the one who's doing it but the friend. So yeah. she's not going to be doing it. She's going to be managing the account for her friend. So... It sounds like, like
0: she's starting her account and her friend is the one that's just posting everything and, like, taking care of it, right? Isn't that kind of what it, it says?
1: It sounded like that at first, but then when you when you get down here, because, first of all, this is kind of hard to read.
0: Yeah, it's very... There's a lot of spelling errors and...
1: It's not just, like, the spelling errors even. It's the, gr- the grammatical, like...
0: Yeah.
1: Like... It's being written as if we already know the situation. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be cool if I already knew the situation, but I don't. Um okay. So she's doing the sexy not safe for work photo shoots with one of her female friends and wants to manage her OnlyFans account.
0: Oh, okay. So I I read that and then and managing her OnlyFans account. I read that as she's as managing her. Was
1: going to. She
0: yeah. She's making her own and managing her own. But now that you say it like that, it sounds like she's helping her friend by managing her friend's OnlyFans account. Okay.
1: And that's and that's what I like. Why I was confused as well because I because I was reading into it the same way that you were originally. Um. So, but here's here's the thing. Um. Go to therapy. Yeah. Like literally. Your girlfriend's doing nothing wrong. She's helping out one of her friends. She's not even gonna be in the pictures. And, you know, just because you've been cheated on in the past, that doesn't mean that this is a cheating situation. But the other thing that I think that men don't realize sometimes is that, or at least AMABs, maybe I should say, in like a broader sense, like Mm. AFAB friendships are different. We don't have a lot of the same hangups about being um, naked or, you know, in some state of undress around our friends. No. Like my like, I I live with with two women. Uh We never wear pants. It is always just like unless it's really cold.
0: You're always Donald gonna, Donald ducking it.
1: We're always Donald ducking it. Like
0: just just puss out.
1: Well, I mean, I wear my underwear. <laughs> God, but like I'm not wearing a bra though. I'm just wearing a t-shirt and some underwear, no. and I'm just like, this is good enough. Um, so like we don't have all the all the hang-ups that a lot of AMABS do about being naked around one another because it's not seen as an overtly sexual thing. Yeah. No. So, like, to me, the way that I'm reading this is like he understands that nothing is happening between them, like his girlfriend and the and the friend that she's helping set this all up, but he's still viewing it in that sexual context and not as in they're liter- they're doing this to get money from other people kind of yeah. situation.
0: Is it, is it that, or maybe do you think he's potentially bragging a little bit that his girlfriend is hot enough to be able to post on OnlyFans too.
1: I mean, maybe that too, but honestly, he just sounds like he needs to go to therapy.
0: Yeah, and I think we've said it before on here. You don't own someone. So whatever they want to do with their body, as long as it's like, I mean, even if you're in a committed relationship if you have the conversation beforehand and they're going to do it regardless because it is their body they can do whatever they want if you're not comfortable with it that's your problem not her problem yeah. not the other person's problem so that's something that you need to work on <clears throat> yourself either getting comfortable with it or removing yourself from the situation because you can't be comfortable with it
1: yeah and like if and if you go down and you look at uh, like a couple of the comments, um, the person the said you, you've got two options. Yeah. You either learn to accept that she's going to do this and work on it yourself, or accept that this is a boundary that a partner can't cross and break off the relationship. Like, that's, and if that's your boundary, that's your boundary. But yeah. as we as we've mentioned before, like, you can't force your boundaries on people. So if that is his boundary, that he's like, you know, I can't I can't do this. I can't be in a relationship with somebody who's going to do this. It's just not good for my mental health. X, Y, Z. You end the relationship. No. You do not try to force that person to follow what you want done.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't sound like they're living together. So there wouldn't be like a, they have to figure out how to separate assets or whatever. So it doesn't, seem like it's that big of a deal if they do end up just breaking it off.
1: Now I will say that this person I don't like what this person said because it doesn't it's not accurate at all this comment. It says he also has the option of asking her to not do it and to mention that her decision might have a direct impact on their relationship. That's probably the first thing to do before deciding between those two options. And I'm just like "Mm, no let me tell you why. Okay yes he has the option of asking her to not do it. That's true. But the The thing is, is again, like you were saying, it's her body. She's an independent person. She's an individual. And if he realizes in his own mind, hey, this isn't going to work for me because it makes me too uncomfortable. I'm not in a place where this is good for me. You can't be like, don't do it, please. No, that's not how it works.
0: It's kind of more of like a I'm not comfortable with it. So, I mean, if you continue to do it, that's fine. I just can't continue with the relationship
1: exactly exactly so you're you're just where...
0: yeah so yeah. you're just laying and and there are further down it's like i don't understand why the top comment is always saying to give for the op to give a, an ultimatum and then someone else is like it's not really an ultimatum he's just making a choice these are the two choices he can either move on and he can accept it or he can just end the relationship so it's not really you're not telling like you're not giving someone an ultimatum you're these are the two choices that the person has like either get over I it do. and be comfortable with it or in the relationship and move on all right do you have anything else before we move on to the next one?
1: uh no, just other than my my usual feelings about men Ugh.
0: so I think you'll like the last one because the very last one that I chose <laughs> Because it's specifically about misogyny. So we'll get there.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, great. I love this for me.
0: Um, so the next one is posted on r slash no stupid questions. And it says, does the TSA think I have weird genitals? Fun intro. And at the top, it says light, not safe for work. So background. I don't think I have a weird penis. My issue is that most of the time I go through airport security scanners, I get flagged on my crotch. It's not a huge problem. Unintended. That's not there, but... <laughs> I'm not shy and I don't get uncomfortable. I just don't know what to what to have. Sorry. I just don't want to have to keep suffering. The TSA people having to pat down my genitals. I've tried wearing different pants. Happens in jeans, khakis and sweatpants. I'm just at a loss on what to do other than just accept it will happen every time and I go to the airport looking for advice on what else I can try and if anyone has any insight into what's going on. Um, And then there's some people that are posting Um, The scanners look for masses or something, so take it as a compliment. Uh, Or it could be testicular cancer. I wouldn't go that far. Calm down, people. Um, I will say there are a lot of times when if there is like, and I'm not going to say this. I don't mean this mean, but if like the, the area is heavily soiled or like you recently used lotion, it sometimes reads it as potential um like that there's potential residue that was from like an explosive like you may Uh, have handled explosives recently i know this because i've heard people say that they get like they have to have their hands swabbed a lot because it gets flagged that there is potential explosive residue on it and it's because they have lotion on their hands uh, so that happens a lot um so it could just be maybe you don't masturbate before you go to the airport <laughs> <laughs> because that's what they're flagging <laughs> um and it, again it could maybe um i don't know remove the prince albert ring before you go to potentially if you have that Who yeah knows?
1: i was gonna be like do you have a piercing or
0: no yeah. or maybe but... maybe even try different underwear um, cause if it's because of the mass portion of it and it's, you're, you're wearing, right, if you're
1: getting all bunched up.
0: Yeah. Like where, or go, go, uh, free balling. It's okay. like called commando. Go commando. Try, try that at the airport.
1: <laughs> Sorry. You never
0: know. I'm just. What are your thoughts, Sarah? Have you, ha- what have, what is your experience?
1: Um, my experience with TSA, um, besides the time that I, that I worked there, <laughs>
0: At the, oh yeah, that's at right. The
1: airport having to go through TSA all the time. Um, I've never had any issues like that, and I have like I have a rod in my leg, so yeah. I um, always mention to them, hey, I have a rod in my leg, and it, it always goes off on my leg, and they take a look, and they're like, oh, okay, cool.
0: Really, I it never goes off on my leg.
1: Well, we have the the full full body yeah like the scanner thing, and so it always beeps off on my leg for some like i assumed this just because the rod or it might also look weird on the scanner yeah you know so but i always just you know let them know hey you know it you're you're gonna have to pat my leg down because i have a rod in my leg and it's gonna look weird on your thing and it's you know we're good um so I've, i've never had anybody have to pat down any other areas of my body, including my breasts. Like I've never had anybody be TSA be like, sorry, uh, we got to pat down your chest because it keeps going off. And um, I have some pretty sizable titties. Yeah. So. I
0: think it happens less often than people think of it. Like then the movies make it ha- make it look.
1: Yeah, the movies make it look like it happens like every single time you go to the airport and it really doesn't.
0: And, and I will say TSA doesn't want to touch you.
1: No, they don't.
0: I can almost guarantee. TSA never wants to touch you.
1: TSA does not want to touch you. TSA actually wants to have literally nothing to do with you whatsoever.
0: They would rather you take everything off (laughs) and walk through the correct way. When I say everything, I mean all your medals, anything in your pocket, so that they don't have to have you come back through or have to have you like actually touch you. Um, I will say I've one time forgot to take the um, earbuds like the actual like wire earbuds out of my uh, pocket in the front of my hoodie. Um, And when I walked through, they were like, what do you have in your pocket? It's like, oh, it's these. And I just pulled out my earbuds and they're like, okay, you're fine, go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, every now and then I will say that you will get somebody fucking dick of a TSA agent. Because we had had one at work who liked to um, act like he was the big shot. Like he made all the rules or whatever. Like,
0: failed out of becoming a patrol officer or a police officer. Yeah, like,
1: failed out of becoming a police officer, so now he's taking all his unchecked rage and aggression out on unsuspecting flyers.
0: Happens a lot with security agents, too. All right, anything else before we move on to the next one?
1: Um, I just wanted to say this one comment because it made me laugh. I'm laughing at the only way Americans can get affordable health care is through a TSA screening. (laughs) Thanks, Bush.
0: (laughs) that's funny <laughs> oh
1: <So> yes <laughs> that's 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 why okay
0: so the next one's just a question and then oh, okay. we can talk about it
1: would you consider breaking up with your partner if you found out they have paid for a sex worker before they met you why or why not um for me it would depend on why they were with a sex worker and then how they treat sex like how they talk about sex workers why
0: would the why matter that's interesting that you said that
1: i don't there's okay there's kind of like a creepy undertone for me anytime that a man mentions having paid for a sex worker because it usually means that there's a reason that women don't want to be with them.
0: But what if it's a woman paying for a male, like a, a sex worker?
1: I mean, it would be it would be the same thing. Like if you're having like, what are you doing? Like, because the only people and and this is not a slam against sex workers at all, because like I've I've also sold um, sexual aspects of myself for money. Um but like the types of people who bought my content were people who were my friends supporting like my content you know not a random stranger jacking off to me no like there's there's a very predatory vibe to hiring a sex worker which is why i would want to know the why
0: yeah I mean, I could see it that way, but I also like maybe you're just in Vegas and it's something you wanted, like you want to experience Vegas and that's part of Vegas.
1: And I mean, I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah. So, like, yeah, I'm I guess I that. guess that makes sense. So maybe like the not the like the actual reason why, but kind of.
1: Yeah. But like, What's
0: the background to what was the, f- the
1: situation yeah. that you ended up hiring a sex worker?
0: Continue talking. I'm going to step away and get some more coffee.
1: Oh, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. I, um, I don't know. I just, I have a lot of thoughts and opinions about sex work, too, having been in. like, like slightly in the industry, I hadn't really fans, and I have once or twice done a small favor for someone. But I think I agree with this comment though that says um, depends on how he views the sex worker and experience, how he views sex work as a whole. And I might feel weird for a minute, but if he respects the person and the profession, but doesn't plan another round of all work together, then we're good. Um, I, I think I, I agree with, with that. Um, I think it's so weird, actually, that you picked this question because um, there was a conversation that we had in our polyamory group um, several months back now, um, where one of the people in the group essentially said that um, if you're wanting to unicorn hunt, which uh, unicorn hunting is where um, usually a cis... Het presenting couple, um, like a straight couple, um, go searching for another woman to uh, spice up their romantic lives or whatever. Um, it'll usually only ends up breaking up the relationship, but you know, whatever, it's fine. Um <laughs> anyway, <laughs> one of one of the people in the polyam group had said um something about, well, if you're gonna be unicorn hunting, you should just use sex workers. And I was like, mm, sex workers are not there to be your unicorn either. Like it just, because eh, the way that it comes across is so slimy Yeah. and I think that's the reason why I'm like, it would really depend on like the situation and like why you were, why you're doing this and like what, like how you feel about sex are okay. If you're using, you know, the services, are you also supporting the legalization? efforts are you doing the work to be making this a safe space for these sex workers you know that kind of thing is like i have no problems with people using like you know services from sex workers but outside of using those services are they doing things to help protect the people that they're using those services from yeah
0: um yes i mean i think i was getting ready to say i think it's a good option to use um a sex worker as like if you are in a relationship and you want to experience or experiment with bringing someone else in using a sex worker is a good option as long as you let that sex worker know in advance and talk to them about it beforehand.
1: Yeah, like and if they're, they're okay. They're with a it. Person, you have a yeah. conversation, you set the boundaries, you you know, do the thing. Like if that's what you want to do. But I also think that it's that you shouldn't necessarily expect sex workers to always be cool with being a third in something. Like, I think that's gross. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that people put on sex workers that they kind of act like they're not human beings
0: no it is an odd conversation yeah all right anything else before we move on and by the way that one was in r slash ask women uh no i'm good all right so this next one is from r slash advice and it's called uber driver tipped himself ordered food around 3 a.m i don't like to tip until i receive my my order just because it makes more the most sense to me why should i tip you before my you deliver you deliver my order i gave clear instructions on the app just to leave it at the front door when he arrived he called me and said he couldn't find the door and to come outside and bring your phone i thought i i thought he needed to see the code for confirmation that it is my order i go outside and he's walking up to the front walkway. Uh, He took a picture of my food. He put it down and asked me to refresh my app. Once his completed order popped up, he then took my phone, tipped himself and gave his service a thumbs up. Now, I know your first thought is why let a stranger take your phone? But it all happened so fast. I was absolutely floored as I watched him hand me my phone back and walk away. I don't know how to feel or what to do or what to think. Sorry. I get the frustration of assuming you may not be getting a tip, but to go these lengths? Question mark. Um, I haven't reported it on uber i don't want to take this man's potentially only source of income away from him because he decided to be greedy but at the same time i now will probably not order food whenever i am home alone or late at night because it it's really thrown me off and creeped me out thoughts should i tell uber in case he tries it with anyone else should i let it slide that's a very brazen mood or a very brazen move for someone to just grab your phone and do stuff on your phone.
1: Right, I get that. But I do I also think eat.
0: I think it's wrong to not tip before.
1: Exactly. I agree. I also
0: I don't know how Uber, Uber Eats or whatever. I don't know how they work, but on DoorDash you have to include the tip before you actually like you can't go back and change it. Yeah. I think you can, but you can only add more. You can't like remove your tip.
1: So there's a lot of there's a lot of problems with Uber Eats where you have the option to remove your tip after it's been delivered yeah like and so i'm torn because obviously that's not that's not okay to do but i also understand like how little these people are actually making
0: yeah um i mean so my also thing is like i don't know like what this person's like the, the Uber driver's experiences. But I don't see why that person thought it was acceptable to take someone else's phone and just do it. And it kind of takes me to how many times have has he done that before? Right. Because it seems like he's used to just doing this because he had it like already in his mind, bring your phone. So he knew what he was going to do whenever he was meeting the person. And, but my thing also is when you're going to meet someone, always have your phone locked. Like there's no reason for you to have it open but i again i don't know how uber eats works maybe you have to show them the the code i don't know because i I know you do whenever you like have an uber or at least i do i have it set up where they have to i don't have to show it to them but i have to confirm the number so
1: yeah they have the option for you to confirm the number (laughs) because i order from uber eats fairly often no Not, not like not super often now but i used to order fairly often back when I wasn't able to like get up and like make myself food all the time. Um, And like every now and then I would have to confirm like the last four digits of my phone number, but that does not involve like my them seeing my phone at all. Like I don't have to have my phone in any shape, way or form. I just say 7192 and bada bing, bada boom, ta-da.
0: No, yeah. I will say a lot of the people that are commenting are saying report him, uh, but one person says, thoughts, learn your lesson. Don't allow strangers your phone. I guess you could report him, but you sound like you're sympathetic with drivers trying to make a living. So ultimately, that's up to you. Um, I mean, I would err on the side of, yeah, report him because but then it's like, how, how can you prove that that happened?
1: Right. And it's like, let me let me ask this, too. I think this is another valid question as well. It's like, because everybody's saying, well, he literally stole from you. He committed the crime. And I'm just like, okay, but you were going to tip him anyway after the food got there. No. Did he take more than what you would have tipped him? Because if he took more than what you were going to give him, then yeah, that's theft. That's absolutely theft. And then in that case, yeah, you you need to report it and like explain the situation, blah, blah, blah. But like, if he took literally what you were going to give him, did he do like was his behavior good no like this you should never do something like this this is gross behavior but also i don't view it as theft if it's literally the amount that you were going to be giving anyway
0: no i think it's less to me and i know that people are commenting this it's less theft and more now the person doesn't feel safe when they order from uber eats Exactly, which
1: I wouldn't feel safe either. That's taking away, you know, that feeling of safety because that's just a
0: weird thing to do. Yeah, Um, but to me, it's like now if you don't report him are you going to get him again mm. and then is the same situation going to happen and my always my always default is if i don't want to interact with the person that's delivering my food i always tell them to drop it off like i don't i'm not meeting you like if they call you and say i need you to meet me downstairs i would just say i'm not there right now i'm actually on my way home just drop it off at the front door and i'll pick it up yeah like
1: just get at no. the door.
0: That would be what I would do, and just leave it at the door. Wait a couple minutes, make sure that they leave, and then go down and get it. I mean, I'm lucky where where I live in my apartment. I can look out the door and see the front door, so I can see if the person is still there. So I don't know if that's the same situation this person's in, but it's like that's what I would always do. That's yeah. not what I do because people are idiots here, and they don't one know where the front door is, and two they. Instead of sending me a message, they call me, which I have it literally say, the doors are locked. Send me a message when you get here. I'll meet you at the front door. Send me a message does not mean call me. I'm very millennial in that. Send me a text message. (laughs) All right. Anything else before we move on to the next one? All right. Go for it.
1: So the next one is um, r slash confession. And it says, I claimed a prize that was not mine when I was a kid. So when I was around 11, me and my mom went to see my little brother play hockey at the arena. We could register to win $100 by buying a small ticket with a number on it. And they would do a draw and give the $100 to the person with the matching ticket numbers. The thing is, my mom asked me to hold her ticket while she was searching her purse, but I gave her my initial ticket back. Guess what number came up in the draw? Mine, my mother's initially. So I claimed the prize and never told her that it was her ticket in the first place. Mind you, my mom was a bit struggling financially during this time and she even told me that $100 would be great for her. She told me this after I won the money. Anyway, I still feel bad even after 15 years. I should have given it to her. I don't even remember what i did with the money stupid kid
0: how old was this child around 11. 11. what are you doing with a hundred dollars
1: that's what i'm saying is like how did your mom let you keep the hundred dollars yeah
0: it's like did you pay for the ticket to go to the hockey game if the answer is no then that technically is your mother's ticket anyways Right. So like. Like I I would get it if you were like 17 or 18 and you are the one that bought your ticket. You just happened to go with your parent. Um, I still wouldn't get it then because it's kind of still shady. But it's like, do you need the $100? What are you doing at the age of 11 that you need $100?
1: I'm like, what did you spend it on?
0: And they don't even know.
1: (laughs) And they don't remember they don't even remember what they what they spent it on okay but but this this has a really easy solution to it a super easy solution
0: tell your mother and
1: tell your mother and give her a hundred dollars like obviously you're an adult now
0: so i mean i would say tell, tell your mother first and then see if she even remembers it if she doesn't remember it then move on um but it's like i also she's her saying i could have used I could have used that money that's kind of manipulation on a parent's point where that's
1: true as well
0: yeah it's that's kind of a little weird i don't my parents would do something like that one of them jokingly like my dad would do it jokingly just like saying like jokingly not expecting me to give him the money but being serious like that sounds weird he would say it jokingly but he's actually serious And I would just give him the money anyways. But I'm a different person.
1: Right. I also would have just given my mother the money. Like, but, but also, but also, Um, as a kid, any money that I got usually ended up going towards our bills anyway. So, like, I did not usually have money to do
0: things with to begin with oh my gosh i'm reading the comments and someone said i dropped sausage off my plate from a buffet while carrying it to the table i didn't eat it because i i dropped it my dad picked it up off my plate and ate it i still feel guilty for not telling him 30 years later (laughs) you should as soon as he grabbed it you should nope i dropped that on the floor yeah jeez i mean at least he
1: lived it sounds like yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh God! But like, but like, uh, two, two, two thoughts that I have on this. All right, and then we can move on if we want to. These two thoughts are: one, you were eleven. Like, it's not like you could have bought the ticket in the first place anyway. Like, because you didn't even have any money, which is the whole reason that you wanted the hundred dollars anyway. <laughs> and two, you're an adult now. If you have it tell your mother what happened and give her the hundred dollars like this is not this is not um the worst thing to have ever happened in the in in the instances of forever this is a really easy way to let yourself off the hook yeah yeah you don't have to continue feeling guilty you did not have to post it on reddit (laughs) yeah so you could have just told your mom and done the thing
0: All right, so you wanna do two more of these. So um, there's the next one I really wanna do because I wanna hear your thoughts and then the last one. Um, So I'll do the next one and it's again in r slash advice says my boyfriend of two years is trans and didn't tell me my boyfriend 21 has been lying to me female 18 for the past year and a half today my while my boyfriend was drunk he tried to initiate sex and while while I was touching him I felt the condom was broken I accused him of cheating and he denied it and fell asleep a while after he fell asleep I went to inspect to see if the condom was actually broken and I found that his penis is actually some sort of rubber strap on it's covered in black and white and green and green mold, and all flaky and crusted. I was shocked. My boyfriend is extremely self-conscious and likes to have the lights off during sex. He's a little on the heavier side, so I never questioned it. We've made progress on him gaining comfort with me, and we tend to sleep with him in boxers and shirtless and me fully naked. Last spring, he had surgery for his ribs, in quotes. He has two cuts under his nipples. Now I'm thinking he had top surgery. I'm not angry with him. I'm not angry at him or anything. I feel honestly betrayed. We had baby names planned. Him being trans doesn't upset me, but I feel lied to. I understand he could feel scared and always, and would wouldn't accept me and I, that I wouldn't accept him. But this is the sort of thing I'd need to know. I'm openly pansexual and have had a trans partner in the past, which he knows. What do I do? Do I confront him? It doesn't change anything in our relationship besides having kids. And I don't know how to talk to him about without making him uncomfortable. I mean, first of all, it doesn't sound like he actually like you're just assuming he's trans still like there even like cuts under his nipple. That's that could be any type of surgery. There's a lot of surgeries where they cut in under your nipple because it'll leave less of a scar um and i mean the biggest my biggest thing and the first comment says it why is no one mentioning the hygiene aspect
1: yeah i know that's that's one of my biggest things as well <laughs> but also like unfortunately unfortunately here's the thing um having sex with somebody in this scenario where like they find out that you're trans you're having sex with somebody without their full understanding and consent and that is, in fact, rape, and that does, in fact, make all of their sexual encounters sexual assaults.
0: Yeah, it's also um, dangerous because what how, dangerous. you don't you don't know how that person is going to react. It could be like a life threatening situation that you get into.
1: Exactly, exactly, and it's just like I I I understand you know, the fear of being trans and being out because I am genderqueer and I have lots of friends who are trans. Um I know that it's dangerous, but this is this is gross behavior and also what else is gross is that this girl is eighteen, her boyfriend is twenty one. No. And they've been together for the past year and a half, which means that you know, depending on where she is in that 18, she could have been 16 and this person would have been-
0: 19?
1: 19. 19, that's, that, at that age, that's too big of an age gap. No. That is too big of an age gap at that age. Um, And so that also makes me feel not great. But yeah, the fact that it's gross as well.
0: I don't know, I would, I mean, have an open conversation if you really like this person, and it sounds like you do because you're talking about like baby names, My thing is, yeah, I mean, yeah. My thing is why are you talking about if you're a trans person and you know there's no way that you can actually have babies with someone naturally like not naturally but like the in the traditional sense then why would you even have that conversation and like start picking out names with them like it sounds like to me maybe he's just a like he has a small maybe a small penis and he doesn't know how someone's going to react so he uses this without someone knowing to make it bigger and better for that person i don't know it sounds weird to me like there's no confirmation and if you like are reading some of the uh comments the, there's one that says i'm calling bullshit on this post there's no no way anyone on the planet can miss all of the these signs this has to be some sort of bait if it's not i highly suggest you read the play madam butterfly i'm assuming that's what the m butterfly is
1: yeah it looks like a lot of people are saying that it's that the post is fake, that there's, like, no way that you could, like, have all these have all these things. And I would tend to agree, honestly, as, as a fully-fledged adult who has sexual intercourse on a semi-regular basis, even having sex in the dark, like, and there's also a big difference in the feel between a real penis...
0: Yeah. And well, she is, she is only 18, so maybe this is the only person she's ever been with, so she doesn't know.
1: I mean... Maybe, but it's still going to feel weird.
0: Yeah, but she wouldn't know that if this is the only person she's been with.
1: No, like, but I mean...
0: And there's a condom on it.
1: Also, like, how disgusting is that? That yeah. Like, covered mm-hmm. in mold. I mean, please, for the love of God, get yourself tested. You probably have some some issue. But I will say that somebody made a really transphobic comment in here. So, misgendering the person, saying that they don't even respect you enough to use clean dildos. And I'm like, I mean, that's... The the bringing up the clean, not using a clean dildo is valid, but misgendering somebody while you're bringing up a valid point just negates your point. Don't be an asshole. Don't misgender people just because they did something shitty. They're still their gender. You don't get to take away their gender just because you're mad at them. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. That's so, that's so gross. Also, that's so predatory. All of it's so predatory. The age difference, the... the secrecy the whatever like if if it is real if this is a real thing like but also but also no this person says i'm openly pansexual and have had a trans partner in the past so like
0: how oh yeah so yeah maybe i don't know to me that makes it seem like it is it might be a fake post
1: it might be a fake post but it does bring up like a real question if Um, if somebody presents themselves to you as a very like as a man and they are I don't know I don't know how to even how to even phrase that because it all comes across as sounding transphobic Um. but it's like the thing is is like you you can be trans and be a predator you can be cis and not be a predator you can be trans and not be a predator you can be cis and be a predator like but all of that all of what is described in that post is predatory behavior
0: right um so i mean my thing is and the the end question how do you do it without making him uncomfortable there's no way to do it without making him uncomfortable the conversation is going to be super uncomfortable anyways yeah, whether I, whether regardless. he is whether the person is trans or not um i mean my thing would just be like hey i found this what is this like talking about the the strap on um and be like first of all what is this and second of all do we use this and if we do can we get a new one because this one looks disgusting And then having, like, be open to that conversation. But again, you're 18. You're not very, you're not super mature, I'm assuming. I mean, mentally, you're not, you wouldn't be mature enough to, I would never, I don't understand how people get married at that age or, like, stay in a really committed relationship. That's just, that's too young for me.
1: That's, I agree. It's
0: a weird, a weird age to be that committed to someone else.
1: It is a weird age to be that committed. But, like, I get it because... You know you're experiencing life for the first time and you are probably experiencing a lot of these really intense emotions for the first time so it makes sense um but don't do it (laughs) i understand it feels nice that does not mean that it is nice
0: (laughs) okay anything else before we move on nope all right so the last one is yours
1: I, I see why you picked this one. <laughs> How can you spot a misogynist from an online dating profile? Let me tell you, folks, because I've done this. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of one of the biggest um, red flags for me um, on a dating profile is any pictures of um, a dude holding a fish, holding a gun, holding you know, antlers, posing with a dead animal of any kind is a huge red flag. Um, Because unfortunately a lot of people in smaller rural communities who do a lot of hunting and fishing and whatnot tend to also have really old-fashioned views. (laughs)
2: Like
1: the quote-unquote good old country boy aesthetic is is always gonna be a huge red flag um the other red flag is a dude who um basically just talks about himself like there's I know you're supposed to talk about yourself in a dating profile but there's a way to talk about yourself that doesn't come across like you're trying to sell me on something yeah because a lot of guys out there yeah you know, less is more less is more my guy <laughs> it's like Um, Another big flag is if they mention anything about... What was one that I had anything in the profile that might at any point mention anything about like being um, a mama's boy as well. Oh, yeah. Because I find that guys who say that they're a mama's boy, they it means that they gen that they literally only care about their mother and they don't even treat her like an actual woman. They just treat her like somebody to take care of them. So like that's a big red flag for me. Like that's a misogyny. Like that's unhandled misogyny. So like I'm not going to be your mother.
0: (laughs) I will say, i and this again is in r slash women um and the moderators on here are super intense for in this r slash ask women group because there's like so many comments that have been removed because they're derailing the topic or it's not permitted um but looking at this one that's a little bit further down it says any reference to a woman in his life being crazy or not wanting crazy women yep. making making fun of typically feminine interest um e.g astrology alpha male mentality or looking for a woman to build an empire with if you use those terms that's disgusting anyways <laughs> and then anything too specific about their appearance preferences
1: oh uh, yeah for sure um i saw this one that says if they generally sound very jaded i hate this app is anyone actually looking for something real it's usually an indication that they love blaming women for everything and then this other person's like well a lot of profiles just have advertising for their insta or their only fans or blah 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 and it's just like i mean yeah but you can tell If those are real or fake like like and you can tell because this this person literally says they'll add you but won't say anything and it's just like if they're adding you and not saying anything they're clearly a fake you unmatch with them and move on
0: yeah or they're just they're trying to match with as many people as possible they don't really care they're just swiping and saying yes uh then there's one further down that says insert height because apparently that matters actually it it doesn't bro but what does matter is now what does matter now is that i know you listen to andrew tate and have never had a real conversation with a woman in your life (laughs) Uh, and then there's one that's like i came here to say this once always just means i will say insulting things to you and if you don't laugh it's because you have no sense of humor something that has like a qualifying statement before it's like i don't mean to be mean it's like but you're going to be mean, obviously. Otherwise, yeah. why would you say that qualifying statement beforehand?
1: It's like, it's like I'm not racist, but and it's just like, no, you're racist. <laughs>
0: like, I'm not sexist, but insert sexist saying here. <laughs>
1: right. It's like right. you
0: don't if you need to make a qualifying statement, if you remove that qualifying statement, what does that next statement sound like? And obviously yeah. you thought you needed to add it. Add the qualifying statement before to make it not as bad. Yes. Still Correct. bad, but not as bad. All right. Well, anything else other than working? Do you have any plans for the weekend?
1: No. <laughs> I wish.
0: Work and sleep. Work and sleep.
1: <laughs> And and school. I have to throw school in there because I started school this week. Oh yeah. So I forgot more of Korean than I realized I did. <laughs> so I also have to spend this weekend going back over all my vocabulary so that I can get back up to speed.
0: Yeah, and I will um in the description post the one that we didn't talk about um as well. And it was called it was from R slash Ask and it said boyfriend doesn't know where where to be buried. And it's like talking about his um the person was diagnosed with stage four throat cancer has family all over and he doesn't know where he wants to be buried but he wants me buried next to him so what do i do type of thing mm-hmm. so if anyone wants to go and read that one it's there too um otherwise that's all we got i'm not uh tomorrow we're gonna go to a japanese restaurant um on federal hill and Providence. providence Right. Ryan, ryan was like you should look for a place on Federal Hill for Sunday for us to go eat and then make a reservation. So we're going to a Japanese restaurant. So I'm going to get sushi because I haven't had sushi in a while.
1: Oof, I haven't had sushi in a while either.
0: I love sushi.
1: I also love sushi. I did have um, I had the um, Vietnamese the other day because I went out to dinner with Horace um, and we went to this place called um, Phu Huang and it was really good, It was really good. I had something called crushed rice. And basically what it is, they they cook the rice. They don't cook it so that it's like crunchy, but like it's a little bit crunchy. And then they smush it down yeah. and then put um, spicy carrots and slices of cucumber and like these little round patties of um, whatever meat you want. So I got mm. mine like beef with lemongrass. And it was really good. It was really mm. good
0: sounds good i'm actually hungry for lunch now because it's almost noon
1: oh yeah yeah i should probably also eat something before i have to go to work
0: yes you should all right well do we call it a podcast
1: yeah i think we can call it a podcast
0: all right let me get to my scripted scripted clothes and see if i can make you laugh again (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you for listening to this week's episode of now about that with james and sarah if you liked it uh, make sure you give us a like comment and don't forget to follow or subscribe and leave a review in apple podcast spotify or you listen as this will help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow feel free to follow us on social media again our handle is at now about that pod and all social medias if you can't find us that means we're not on that platform if there's something specific you would like us to discuss on the podcast feel free to email us at now about that pod at gmail.com or visit our website www.nowaboutthatproductions.com you can also leave us a voicemail or text with any questions you would like us to answer Uh, the phone number is 765-557-4170 thanks again for listening and we hope you have a great week and enjoyed your coffee along with us if you got coffee hopefully we didn't make you spit it out along the way because especially if you're driving that would be very difficult that'd be bad and enjoy the rest of your week sarah have a good weekend
1: you too
0: all right yeah i'm ready for that i'm excited all right (gasps) Bye -bye. bye everybody